Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self-proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Hey, hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. Today, we are talking all about how to project confidence online, even when you don't feel it. It's definitely not the easiest task, but I'm going to give you some practical tips and tools that you can implement right away to help you feel like a more confident version of yourself, even online. So why is this so important? Well, confident people are seen as persuasive. They are viewed as influential and inspiring. And because of that, people that are perceived as being confident land the job, they close the deal, they make important connections, and they're also people that gain respect and earn trust. So you can see how being someone that's viewed as confident can really impact your career, it can impact your business, and really your whole life in general. But what if you're sitting there right now saying, you know what, I'm not any of those things. I am not a confident person. I'm not persuasive. I'm not inspirational or influential or whatever. In fact, a lot of the time I feel the opposite. I feel unsure of myself. I feel intimidated. I even feel uncomfortable in social settings and things of that nature. Well, I got a couple of pieces of good news for you. Number one is I feel your pain. I don't even necessarily consider myself a confident person, but I have mastered some of the skills that we're getting ready to talk about. And I will tell you that it is a game changer. The other thing that you need to know is we feel like confidence is something that you're born with and either you have it or you don't. And I'm here to tell you that is not true at all. You might be born with a certain level of it, but even if you're not, the bigger idea is that confidence is a skill set that you can learn. More than being something you're born with, like dimples or something, it's, it's a skill set that you can learn if you're willing to put in the practice and create the awareness around some of the things we're going to talk about. So I can tell you that even if you don't feel it, you can give off a vibe of confidence. And that is good news for all of us. And the good news is that when you project confidence, you'll see that it will fundamentally shift how people relate to you. They will react to you differently. And number two, it it also is going to be a positive effect on how you view yourself. You're going to start to feel more confident when you start to implement some of these things that we're going to talk about. So honestly, the challenge that we're facing now is that so much communication is taking place online. So how are we going to exude confidence from the shoulders up? Lord have mercy. Well, if you were interested in learning how to exude and project more confidence online and even have what's called that executive presence, even over Wi-Fi, then definitely stay tuned. I want to give you some really practical ways that you can start developing these skill sets right away. So I hope you're ready because we're getting ready to get into it. All right. Number one, call this the resting face. The resting face. I think we all know what we mean by resting face. What does your face look like when you're deep in thought or you're listening? Perhaps you're on a virtual meeting. And you're just kind of sitting there thinking and listening and taking it all in. What does your face look like? That's something you want to be very, very highly aware of. Does it look welcoming and enthusiastic? 
or does it look kind of dark or unapproachable? And sometimes we come off a little bit standoffish and we don't mean to, we're just not paying attention. So if you want to project confidence, you want to make sure that you are thinking up. You want your resting face to be up, chin up upbeat expression corners of your mouth are up because you're smiling you're enthusiastic all of those signal enthusiasm a positive attitude that you're approachable in total it communicates confidence so of course you want to do that when you're talking you want to have that upbeat that up look but also when others are talking so think about when other people are talking and you're kind of online just listening What does your face look like? That's something that you want to create awareness around and practice of fixing your face to be pleasant and upbeat because other people will perceive that as charisma and confidence. And that's exactly what we want. Number two, take up all your space. This has to do with how you are sitting, your actual posture in your chair. You want to think about perhaps a king or a queen or somebody that's regal. How would they sit? How would they handle their body. They would take up all their space. There's something very powerful about somebody that's sitting up straight. So it sounds very minor, but it will be a major shift. I promise you. So when we are slumped over, when we are looking down, it almost gives the imagery of disappearing. That is not what we want. We want the opposite. So how you sit in your space can make you appear more powerful if you take up all of the space. Resting face, we want it up. We want to take up all of our space. And number three, eye contact. Now this one is a little bit weird because we're not in person, so you're not literally looking into the person's eyes. But as much as possible, you want to make eye contact with whomever you're speaking with over that screen. Not only that, when someone is talking to you, you want to look them in the eye as well. Why? Because looking down or looking around can communicate nervousness and you want to make sure to communicate the opposite of that. So a study from one research institute found that a person's eye contact shows their dominance in the conversation. It found that those that are higher up in the pecking order tended to give and receive more eye contact. So what does that mean? If you want to show dominance or assertiveness in a conversation or an exchange, You want to make sure that you are giving and receiving eye contact. Now, we can't go without saying that takes practice because sometimes it can feel very awkward to look someone in the eye or if they keep looking at you in the eye over an extended period of time, it can feel weird, (laughs) right? So that's why we say practice and awareness. The longer that you can hold that gaze, it actually communicates confidence to everybody else in the room. Number four, and when I tell you this is a game changer, Baby, it's a game changer. Project your voice. So I want you to listen. I'm going to say the same thing and I'm going to say it two different times. I think we could save some time on this project by using the status sheet I made. Or I think we could save some time on this project by using the status sheet I made. Now, I hope you heard a difference there because there was quite a difference. So when we talk about your voice, a couple of things. The first thing is you want to play around with talking louder than you normally talk. Not too loud because we're not shouting. But when you learn how to project your voice and speak louder, it signals people to pay attention. And it also signals them that, whoa, what he or she is saying must be important. Listen to the way that she's talking. 
So the way that you want to do that, first of all, you want to take deep breaths before you speak and you want to let the sound come from kind of your gut or your belly where your diaphragm is. So if you are a singer, if you've ever been in a choir, then you've probably heard all of this before. But when you breathe deep and let the sound come from deep within, the quality of your voice is going to be much more rich and it's going to cause a lot more attention to what you're saying. And that is what we want. Now, I know this sounds a little bit scary because sometimes we are unsure about what we're saying and that's why we sound unsure. But I'm just telling you, if you cultivate these tips and practice them over and over that you will get in the habit of even if you don't feel sure, you will learn how to speak as if you are so sure and it will become like second nature to you. So I dare you, I challenge you to try this out. The other thing you want to think about is talking a little bit slower than you're used to. Not super slow, right? Not crazy, but just a little bit slower so that it calls attention to every single word that you're saying. Another thing to keep in mind is, and I see people do this a lot, as they're speaking, the end of their sentence will go up like it's a question. So, and what I just said, maybe we could use this status sheet I made. So it's almost like I'm asking you, like, I'm not really sure I'm, I'm unsure. So I'm kind of questioning it. Whereas when you let that register stay low or stay consistent, it's a much stronger statement. I think we could save some time if we use the status sheet I made, right? So it just causes you to come across a little bit more assertive. So I challenge you to try this out, even if you don't feel it to begin to speak as if everything that you are saying is the most important thing in the world. Try it. The next tip is to get comfortable. So here's the thing. Discomfort can come across as lack of confidence. So if you think about if you were at a meeting and perhaps you're sitting and the sun is in your eyes and you can barely see, I'm sure you can imagine you're not going to be projecting a whole lot of confidence in that moment because you're distracted you can't see all of your energy is going toward that issue instead you want to try your best to eliminate distractions like that so you can project your most confident self another aspect of this is your dress or your wardrobe so you want to be comfortable you want to be in something that makes you feel good makes you feel your best you also want to be put together but avoid clothing that might be distracting a couple of years ago, I got invited to join in on, on a Facebook Live with a woman that's pretty prominent in our community. And I was pretty excited about this opportunity. And I showed up and I'm talking on the live and I had on this sweater that had like a swooping neckline. And I kept fidgeting with the sweater because I didn't know if it was crooked. I didn't know if it was showing underneath things I didn't want to show. And I just kept fooling with it. So it was distracting me from really projecting the most confident version of myself. Not only that, at one point, the woman reached over and tried to help me with the sweater because I kept fidgeting with it. So it just became such a distraction. And yeah, I'm like, I should have made a different wardrobe choice. So anything that's going to cause you to take your attention away from the task at hand and you're going to be fidgeting with your clothes, you probably want to just go ahead and bypass that. <laughs> So how else can we project confidence online? Well, by speaking up. Anytime that you take the initiative to speak up and share your thoughts, you are projecting a level of assertiveness. 
So let's pretend that you're on your run of the mill staff meeting that you have every week and you're getting kind of bored of it. And you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to turn my camera on this week. I'm just here, right? Imagine if you were to turn all of that on its head and you turn that camera on and you show up and you have implemented everything that we're talking about. You're enthusiastic. You're visually put together. You're engaged. In that scenario, you are going to project so much more confidence than someone who's not engaged. So imagine that you've got the camera on, you are engaged. And not only that, you are adding to the discussion. So if you want to project confidence online, you got to show up. You got to open up your mouth and say stuff, right? So think about how you can prepare beforehand. Perhaps there's a meeting that you're going to be a part of. Think about beforehand. What's a really good question that I could ask? What's something that I could add to the discussion? Anybody that's willing, especially in this climate where it is a lot easier just to fade into the background, you are going to exude so much more confidence by speaking up and just saying something. So it speaks volumes, a person who's willing to step up to the plate, be present and be engaged. Alrighty. So here's the icing on, on the cake. So I want to tell you like how to implement all of these things we're talking about. So the key is practice. I already said this. Let me say it again. Practice and awareness. So don't wait until it's time to get online to implement these things. I mean for you to implement them in your everyday life, in your everyday interactions until it becomes like second nature, until projecting your voice is just the way you talk, until eye contact and keeping eye contact is just the way that you interact with people. You want to continue to hone and practice these skills so that you can pull them out at will. So start to take note of when you're doing what we're talking about and when you're not. You want to start to be aware of, whoa, my posture is kind of slumped over. Let me fix that. Whoa, my voice. Hmm, I'm not really projecting it. Hmm, I'm not really using eye contact right now. You want to begin to create awareness around those things so that you can begin to shift. So every chance you get, I want you to be implementing what we talked about. Every chance you get, take up your space. Every chance you get, project your voice. Every chance you get, eye contact. So that it won't be quite as foreign when it's time to get online and project that that air that you want to. So I want you to remember this. It is going to be uncomfortable, right? Because you might very well be feeling uncomfortable, unsure of yourself, intimidated. But when you feel that, go ahead and feel it, but lean into it by doing the opposite. If you are feeling unsure of yourself, if you're feeling intimidated, if you're feeling uncomfortable, say, okay, I know I'm feeling that. Let me go ahead and smile. Let me go ahead and project my voice and let me go ahead and talk like whatever I'm saying is just the deepest thing out here. If I know that I tend to feel that way sometimes, let me prepare beforehand so that I can have something intelligent and thought out to say in the conversation. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, it's going to be weird. Yes, perhaps you don't want to. But you're going to see it's going to fundamentally shift how people behave toward you. It's going to fundamentally shift how you feel about yourself. Because implementing some of these cues is also going to signal to you how you think about you, which is so powerful. So 
taking time to really think about are we projecting confidence and doing what we can to bolster that it directly affects career it directly affects relationships it directly affects the state of your business it allows you to impact and influence and inspire others on a whole new level even in the virtual space so i wholeheartedly believe that this is the beginning of something really, really powerful for you. So if this resonated with you, I hope that you will implement these tips. I hope that you will start to live by them. I tell you from personal experience, and I've said this um, before, I think, but I'm a super introvert. Like I'm not a social person necessarily. And so a lot of times when I'm in public, I'm not comfortable necessarily, but I know how to lean into these tools to work through the situation and to actually project another thing that I might not even be feeling. So what's so powerful is your feelings become secondary. Like you can feel confident or not. It doesn't really matter. As long as you have dialed in these cues and learn how to pull them out at will, you can project it at any time, any place, any space. And it's a beautiful thing, if you ask me. So if you want more tips for how to communicate online with confidence, go ahead and grab my free communicate with confidence checklist. And it breaks down what to do before, during and after you speak online to project your most confident self. And it just makes the process a whole lot less stressful. The link to grab that download is in the show notes. Okay, now it is time for Ask Kelly. And this is the segment where I answer your questions about communicating with confidence. This segment is brought to you by Virtual Speakers Bootcamp. This is my high level six week coaching intensive that gives professionals, entrepreneurs, speakers, and leaders who struggle to connect with online audiences, tools and strategies to communicate with confidence and engage virtual audiences time and time again. Students get a deep dive into content such as storytelling, virtual presence, how to structure your talk, and confident delivery. If you're looking to enhance your virtual communication skills and on-camera presence right away, visit kellydparker.com and apply today. That's kellydparker.com forward slash virtual dash speakers with an S dash bootcamp and apply today. So on to today's question. Today's question comes from Monica. She says, I have a bad habit of rambling whenever I'm asked to speak in public. Can you help? Well, this is a really good question and also really common. So in my assessment, rambling or kind of getting off topic is the effect of two things. It's the effect of a desire to be clear. You want to make your point clear but you probably lack all the preparation that you need to do so. And so when we ramble, it's a mashup of both things. You're trying to be clear. You're trying to make a point, but at the same time, you probably need a little bit more preparation to be able to get there. And so you're just like talking and talking and talking, but I believe that it's actually pretty easy to fix. So two things you want to think about. The first thing is you want to get clear on what you want your audience to know. So even challenge yourself. Can you write one sentence that really summarizes everything that you want the audience to know after you're done talking? Once you've got that statement, then you can plan for every single thing that you say to be in support of that statement in some way, shape or form. 
So you know that if you get off course and you're not talking about that statement anymore and you're talking about something totally different, that will be your signal to come on back home. (laughs) The second thing you want to keep in mind is preparation. So you want to be saying the words out loud beforehand. I do not consider reading notes preparation to give a speech. I don't I don't buy that. You need to hear yourself say every single word beforehand. That way, hearing yourself say the words helps you to discover beforehand if in your talking, am I getting off track and do I need to kind of course correct or not? So it gives you time to correct before it's actually time to give your talk. So I hope that helps you out. If you've got a question for Ask Kelly, just go ahead on and email me. Send your question to info at kellydparker.com. Well, guys, that concludes another episode of the Confident Speaker Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.